0: Hello and welcome to the Cornerstone Church A to Z podcast. Uh, This is a series that we've been doing for several weeks now and we're looking at major Bible doctrines and uh, we are tying them to the letters of the alphabet. And today we are on the letter J and we're going to be thinking about justification, the doctrine of justification. You can catch up with the other doctrines that we've covered by going onto our website or onto our YouTube channel and cornerstonechurchkingston.org is the place to find all kinds of different resources uh, to help you. Our resources that you might like to share with friends too and our social media channels as well will keep you updated on the things that we're releasing. Uh, my name is Tom Sweetman. I'm the assistant pastor at Cornerstone Church. I'm here with Pete Woodcock. Hello, senior pastor I'm here with Ben. Hello another Hello. one of our assistant <coughs> pastors and uh, we are going into Romans chapter 3 to begin our exploration yeah. of this doctrine of justification this is Romans 3 21 Paul writing but now a righteousness from God apart from the law has been made known to which the law and the prophets testify this righteousness uh, from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe there is no difference for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. God presented him as a sacrifice of atonement through faith in his blood. He did this to demonstrate his justice because in his forbearance he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate his justice at the present time so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in in Jesus, and uh, in the in the book of Romans, this is this is an incredible section, isn't it? Because mm. uh, chapters one through three, the first part of chapter three, Paul has been uh, essentially building up the case that all people, Jew and Gentile, are under the power of sin. Uh, that we have suppressed the knowledge of God. We have invented ways of doing evil. We've rejected Him and His glory. And uh, you know, whether religious or not, we are in a hopeless, condemned position. And then he 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 bursts you know opens the window lets the light in bursts in with the good news uh about the salvation we can have in christ and you know what what do we learn about justification uh particularly here?
1: well that i think that's it it's it's, it's a bit like a, a law court because the word justified is a law is a is a law court word really isn't it uh, he uses a number of words in 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 uh, chapter three and uh you know he uses the 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 a word for um you know the temple and and so forth but this is a law court word so he's proved uh, that we're guilty of sin uh, and he's like taken humanity uh to the law court and we are guilty mm-hmm. all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of god everyone and you know he's he's made that as clear as a bell there is no one righteous no not one there is no one who understands. All have turned away. Uh, all. No one does good. All do evil. So he's made it very clear that the whole of humanity are guilty before God, and that's the, as you say, it's an amazing thing. Chapter three, mm. because you know, I like to imagine a bloke in the law court standing for, for humanity. Uh, the judge now has come in. Uh, the the whole trial is at the end. The judge is now going to to uh, uh, give the sentence. Uh, uh, there's, there's banners all around him saying, guilty, guilty, mm. death, mm. hell, that sort of stuff. And humanity, man, is standing up, <clears throat> you know, shaking, mm. and the judge looks at him and says, now the sentence, go free. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, what? Mm. And that is what justified means, mm. that, that even though you are utterly, completely guilty, mm. the judge in this law court of heaven itself god himself is saying you're justified mm. go free mm. yeah mm. so that's that's how big the word is yeah
0: and in that moment we're declared to be right before, the living God, which is amazing. And so, so, I mean, one of the questions uh, that might come up in response to that is what then does God do with the massive debt and weight of sin that we have occurred? You know, is it just the case that he, um, you know, because in, in one sense it would be a travesty of justice, just to go back to that illustration, and for everybody, including God, to say that you are guilty but actually i'm just going to sweep it under the carpet never mind forget about it you know
1: just just yeah. go well that, um, that, that's how, the,
0: how, how, what, how what's the relationship then between sorry ben i'm but that's
1: the big question yeah that is the christian question Yeah, that's the question we need to be asking how can god be right and say i am right when i'm clearly wrong yeah so he's just spent 3 chapters telling me i'm wrong how can god be right to tell me that I am right, justified, <laughs> when, when I'm right. clearly wrong. Yeah. Now, the thing is, we do that all the time with ourselves. I'm mm. always saying I'm right when I'm wrong, mm. but I'm never right when I say I'm right when I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah? So how can God justify me when he's just proved I'm as guilty as hell itself? Mm.
2: There we go. That's okay, the big question. Well, Paul's given us the answer as well in that he passage has. we just read, um, verse twenty four to, to sort of twenty six. Um, and I, I love, I love in verse twenty six that play on the word just and, and uh, to be the one who is just and the one who justifies. I don't know if that's the same in the in the Greek, but um, it's a great play on words because he, he says all are justified freely by his grace uh, through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. So he's the key. He's the linchpin. Um, this, uh, this thing. So verse 25, God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of his blood. Um, so that's um, how God in his rightness um, can remain right because he deals with it. He doesn't sort of shove it under the carpet, mm. which I think other religions, um, sort of, that's how gods deal with sin in other religions, I mm. guess. Um, I don't know how um, Allah deals with people's sin. Um, he's described as the most merciful one, um, but we're not told how he deals with it. We're just told that he's, hmm. he, he forgives people sort of arbitrarily um, without remaining the perfect holy judge who never lets sin go unpunished. Hmm. Um, but here uh, we see Christ Jesus as the one um, who through sacrifice is the one who takes the punishment. Hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, just to come to that, I mean, one of the, one of the
0: interesting things when talking to Muslims on, on the campus is it is to is to challenge the idea that their God is is holy because mm. um, you know if he is holy and perfect and he hates sin, which they would say that he does, um, then the question is what what happens what does he do with our sin and the sin of mm-hmm. the sin of you know people and the reality is you know he does just have to sort of sweep it away or forgive it, but there's no there's no justice there there's no yeah. you think what about the vast debt that has occurred? What about all the evil that I've committed? Is there no justice? Is there no penalty for this? Can it just simply be evaporated you know and uh, the answer it, you know, the answer is the God of Islam is not holy because mm. that's that's what they believe but um, the God of the Bible is is this uh, wonderful m- mixture and marriage of holiness. But grace, you know, he's not going to just pretend uh, that sin doesn't matter. There is a penalty that must be paid. Mm-hmm. Only the perfect son can pay it, and he does for us, so that we can be legitimately counted right mm-hmm. befo- before God. It makes, And that, yeah, that's the foundation of our hope, isn't it? Because, yeah. you know, if, if that's not true, then what guarantee do I have that Allah will let me off? You know, mm-hmm. how do I know? Um, but if a sacrifice has been made and payment has been made, then I can... The in the, the life, law courts of heaven. I, yeah.
1: Yeah, so not just in my mind mm, yeah. or in the, in the mind of a, a sort of a religious group of people mm. uh or or some kind of re, you know religion but if God the judge ha, is declaring me justified mm. then fantastic, mm. isn't it? Mm. Because I may not feel justified, I may I you know it's it, because feelings aren't the issue no. here. This is a mm. factual um transaction uh, this is this is this is a law court expression mm. you are whether you feel it or not mm. in fact you are very guilty mm. but the law says and in this case god says you are free to go mm. Mm. Yeah. it's amazing because we in this world do
2: not act like god so we hold grudges don't we mm. so um if you sin against me i might let you off but i, I remember what you've done and so yes. i'll put it in a closet um and sort of companies and organizations and even sort of law in this world, you have a certain amount of grace given to you. But if you are a repeat offender, you are then dealt with Mm. uh, more severely. And we sometimes treat God in those ways. We think he's holding our sins in a closet somewhere, uh, remembering them Mm. and just waiting until we've racked up enough. And then he's going to come down on us and go, I'm not going to forgive you again, because... We don't, every time we, we, we sin, we we don't come to him knowing that all our other sins have already de- dealt with. Uh, we think he's adding it on top of a pile sometimes, mm. uh, but he's not like that. And that's the hope that we have, mm. that in a thousand years' time, in a million years' time, uh, in eternity, God's not going to mm. suddenly look under
1: the carpet and go, yeah. oh my goodness, all of this stuff. That- yeah. and, and, and uh, Just yeah. just to rub it in, because you've already said it, but it's worth getting, he, it's not that he's not just like that. He's not he he's not like that because of the cross exactly mm. yeah because the the sin has been dealt with it yeah. has been paid mm. the law court with all its judgment against unrighteousness has mm. fallen upon christ mm-hmm. and so that penalty's been paid therefore i can go free yeah. and i guess we've got to sort of get this clear as well because this is where people would say oh yeah but you know then that, that that's you've got your judge you've got your third person jesus uh, sort of taking it for you, it seems to be a bit unjust. But no, but it's God in Christ, yes, uh, redeeming us, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So it's the Judge Himself, yes, uh, saying, "No, no, no, uh, th- this is how I run the world. This is how I think of the world. This is the only payment that's going to work, mm-hmm. and I will do it myself." So you, there yeah. you are in the law court. You're utterly guilty. You're in debt, and the Judge comes down and says, mm-hmm. "I will pay it." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's paid. Well, that's the yeah. important thing because the
0: the uh, I think what you were maybe alluding to there is that some people who
1: supposedly christian
0: people say claim that this doctrine would be a kind of, you know, cosmic child abuse. Yeah. That's the phrase that's been mm. used. Um, but as you say this is God in this is God himself yes. in Christ. And that Christ who comes willingly to the yes. cost. Mm. He freely offers himself, doesn't yes. he? You know, he's not his arm wasn't twisted. He wasn't obliged to. He didn't have a rod in his back. You know, he, he came freely to give up his his life for us. Um and so that's that's wonderful stuff. And I, and I mean I think th- this this is a righteousness from God, isn't it? So uh, this justification that we're talking about um, Um, is not just wiping the slate clean, is Mm. it? You know, we've got a whiteboard in front of me, it's clean. You know, it's not just that what I've done has been wiped away, but something has been credited to me as well, hasn't Mm. it? That, That justification doesn't just involve the removal of my sin, but that God gives me the righteousness of Christ. He clothes me the righteousness of Christ. And that's crucial because the standard for heaven is not just sinlessness, it's perfection. Yeah. You, know, you don't go to heaven unless you're perfect. Or, or um, obedient. Yeah, or obedient. Yes, yeah. That's right. You need <laughs> um, to
1: obey. Yeah, but, but someone's obeyed for us. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And, no, I mean, it uh, used to be years ago, the old illustration was sort of films and then it went on to videos. And then, of course, all these things get, you know... Uh, out of date and, and then mm. it was DVDs mm. and I don't know what it is now but um, but, but the, yeah. the, the point is that, that uh, uh, your life in the law court uh, of, of of God uh, if we saw a film of your life is utterly sinful it's disastrous mm. so Christ dies on the cross and wipes that sin away but now we've got a video or a DVD with nothing on it mm. <laughs> utterly boring <Yeah. laughs> um, it's not that as you say what has happened is that the life christ yep. in his righteousness and in his obedience uh to the law and to god and you know in in everything he said and did and uh, is now put on the dvd mm-hmm. and so uh when when the father looks at us we're covered in christ it's the life of us in christ mm-hmm. and so uh, that that's how yeah
0: amazing grace isn't yeah. it yeah
1: um now we're going to have to tie
0: in now uh, with one of the other doctrines that oh. we've discussed in this series, um, which which we would expect to have to do, as it's uh, it's one book and we're all saying the same thing. Um, but how do we get? So we talked about justification, what it is, what it isn't. How do and the God who justifies and what He's like. How do we how do we enter into this state? What does Paul you know say here? How can we become this in in God's eyes?
2: Yeah, well, um, sort of midway through chapter three. He deals with that as well because he's spent all this time getting us to realize we are guilty and then before we can start making it up to god or thinking of a plan of you know uh just you know i'll do community service i'll i'll, I'll you know i'll do all these things he says in verse 20. No one will be declared righteous in God's sight by works of the law. Mm. So there's not even a way we can make... There's nothing we can do to even sort of work our way back. We can't even make it up to God, mm. um, which is quite a frightening thing. But that's obviously the that's the moment where he pulls the curtains back. Mm. Um, and then he begins to talk to us about faith
1: mm. um, in, in Jesus Christ. Mm. And that's what it is. It's, yeah. it's a trust, isn't it? Mm. Uh, well, as we saw, faith is trust. It's trusting... That actually Christ has done it all for me. Mm. You know, He's done everything for me. That my sin has been paid for, Mm. and I'm going to trust that. And and you grow, you do grow in that trust. I mean, you don't grow in being justified. Mm. You know, you are justified. Mm. It's like I am married, Um, but you 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 grow in your understanding of what Christ has done for us and um and you trust you, you you know you can trust it more and more so you know where you i think you, you got your illustration from don Carson, and so mm. it might be worth you just telling us that then. yeah
0: well i mean he was i heard him giving a talk on on this doctrine or, or the kind of pastoral implications of this doctrine i can't remember where it was now but he was he was giving an illustration of a christian uh who had two separate days and uh on the first day uh, he woke up and his alarm went off. He got up. He read the Bible. He prayed. Uh, he made his wife a cup of tea in bed. He was uh, nothing but a blessing to his children. Before <laughs> I left at the home. Uh, there was no arguments in the car. He put up with traffic with wonderful patience. And you know the whole day goes on like this. And it would be the ideal <laughs> Christian life. It would be the Book of Proverbs lived out for a whole day. Um, and then, but the next day he wakes up and it's completely the opposite story. He ends up having a blazing row with his wife. He harsh and overbearing with the kids he's swearing at fellow drivers on the road you know it's, it's as bad as can yeah and then um you know um don carson says you know both nights he puts his head down on the pillow and then he says on which of these days was he more justified yeah um and our instinct is to say that the day in which we were better believers mm, yes. um is the day in which we were more justified yeah. um and it's just a very simple illustration to reveal that justification by works exactly. is so hard to clean out of our yeah. hearts yeah. because we just we just can't believe, really, that yeah. it would depend on Christ's merits and not our own in some yeah. way. And so pastorally... I mean maybe we want
1: to splash around in that a bit Well I mean that's it so so it helps, so, so you can grow in faith. So when you know you've had a bad day that's mm. where you need this doctrine isn't it? Mm. You 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 need to Well actually you need it on the good day because you don't want to be trusting in yourself. Yeah exactly. Um but but that's where you you can grow in faith. Um uh but the, you know uh, faith as small as a mustard seed in just trusting in Christ mm. is 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 going to it will grow yeah. um and so uh, it's what Christ has done not your trust mm. as it were mm. um but nevertheless it, justification comes through us saying mm. okay you've done it all for me i am made right with god by what christ has done for me mm. uh, and i will trust that mm. and on mm. both good and bad days yeah mm. Yeah, wonderful. Other other kind of
0: implications of this? Um I suppose I suppose I was just thinking it affects that that therefore affects how we, we treat other believers in the church, doesn't it, as well. You know, that we are all brothers and sisters. You know, this is you know, it's not that some of us have come in by works or because we're better people and some haven't. You know, we are all, this is a levelling doctrine, isn't it? You know, we're all together under sin, all together justified by the same way in the same person. Mm. And, um, you know, that really helps us to be patient with one another, doesn't it? Mm. And loving with one another and, um, yeah, all kinds of and, things. And, well. you know, uh,
1: uh, as a church, you know, people are battling with, you know, we can be battling with different sins. Yeah. And different areas of our life where we 're tempted and so mm. forth, because we you know we can all be very different on that and yes it it does mean that we're not we 're not to have just you know the um, uh, you know the, 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 the sins of sex sort of like are the big ones, mm. and the sins of gossip are not the mm. uh, uh, you know are not are not important mm. uh, we 're all battling away, and we can help younger people older people, in their walk with the Lord. To, to know that they are justified, they are right with god, mm. but on but now come on let's 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 mm. keep relying on that and and live a life mm. that's worthy of that. Mm. so you know if you 're going out of the court and the judge has just paid your fine. Uh, you know you don't want to use the judge's name in vain do you no you don't yeah. want to belittle his family mm-hmm. you you want to live a life that's saying thank you really mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Which I think we which we saw in faith I think
0: yeah we did yeah, I think we touched on it in a yeah. previous thing that that one of the I mean you know again with Islam I think one of the um, criticisms that I they would often lay at the door of Christians is that this doctrine would lead to yeah. immorality and just doing what you want but um, uh, that is to completely misunderstand everything, isn't it? That that as you say, when you when when this wonderful gift is credited to you through faith, yeah. you want to just yeah. live a life of love, to please one who has been so kind to yeah, you. Exactly. And and to, to just live um in sin without yeah. any care would, would reveal that you don't understand the doctrine or the God of the doctrine or anything well, at all. I think I that's exactly I mean, it. When yeah.
2: they say ask that question, they're looking at that law through a Muslim's eyes. So they're looking at Allah say, giving you that. And he doesn't really want a relationship with you, does he, mm. Allah? So if Allah said, uh, you're all saved anyway, um, and that's why a Muslim jumps and goes, well, I can do what I want then, because he's not going to judge me for it, it's fine. Whereas the mm. Christian God is an utterly relational God who wants us to live in accordance with him, being justified with him, being right with him. Um, and he's, he's a beautiful God. And so when he, the Christian God says, I've saved you by faith, uh, we, we try to live up to what we've already attained mm. is how the, the Bible puts it. So we don't live to earn God's, um, love or his acceptance, uh, but we desperately want to yeah. because, uh, of just how great he is, mm. um, and how beautiful that life is. Mm. So it's mm. a, it's a Christian sort of worldview that makes sense of that sort mm. of doctrine, mm. um, and and that means we don't just go and do whatever we like
0: yeah and that's what that's you know where where all these illustrations are you know are good aren't they because the, the, you know the judge who declares us right in the law court also happens to be our father yeah. and like, there's, a, yeah. there's a relationship that exists there of intimacy and love which you wouldn't normally associate with a judge yeah but you know that that's also there as well isn't yeah. it as a different aspect we touched on that in adoption yeah. as well didn't I mean we, I think, think a,
1: a, a, another way it really helps us is we're, we're not that we're not paying off our sin mm. it's been paid for it's been dealt I'm in, in the law court I'm done I'm not going to go back to the court. And be done again. So, you know, Romans goes on in Romans chapter 8. There is no condemnation Mm. for those who are in Christ Mm. Jesus. So it's not, um, uh, you know, I I think it happens in our law court. Double jeopardy, so if if, if you've been tried for this in the law court and the law court has said you're innocent, you can't be tried again. Mm. Or if you've been to prison because you've paid your penalty, Mm. you can't go. Someone can't take you back to court again. That's mm. an awful system. Uh, that would happen. There's a film about that, isn't there? Double Jeopardy, isn't it? Where yeah. he, he sort of
0: he's he's convicted of murdering his wife or something, but no, then no, she, she turns is. up alive. No, no, he's he's oh. the
1: nasty bloke. It's a great film. I've seen <laughs> <it several laughs> and then he times. actually does murder. Uh, her. He, no he? <laughs> yeah. no 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 no. He's the nasty bloke. He yeah. pretends the wife has murdered her, gets the money from uh, sort of insurance, yeah. and he's off with another woman. She serves her time in yeah. prison, is released, finds out he's alive, yeah. and therefore she can kill him. <laughs> and she can't be done. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But that's totally <laughs> They've changed yeah, that law, though. You, you, they have yeah, changed that law. Yeah,
0: and and it's, so this is this this because would, there's
1: new evidence. That's yeah, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this
0: would be quite, uh, and it, you almost sort of feel uh, blasphemous to say it, but because of this doctrine, yeah. God would now be unjust and unrighteous to punish
2: us for our sin, wouldn't he? Yeah. Yes.
0: Um, Because it's paid for. Because it's paid for. It's paid for, yeah.
2: That's exactly what Satan is doing. He stands up against us and accuses us of Mm. sin uh, that has been paid for. And that's the encouragement we can give brothers and sisters when they are feeling guilty and weighed down we take them back to the cross and we say, brother, sister, yeah. look, look yeah. don't let Satan accuse you of something that has already been paid for. Mm. It's been dealt with already. Mm. Um, you know, grieve grieve that it happened, mm. but rejoice that you, the penalty has been paid. Yeah, it's mm. pastorally so helpful, isn't it, mm. isn't it,
0: for that, yeah, for battling
2: people. Um,
0: I mean, I can't remember who said it, but somebody uh, said that this doctrine is the article on which the church stands or falls. Mm. In other words, without this, we have no ch- the church collapses. Without this, is that
1: an, an exaggeration,
0: an overstatement? Do you think? Well, I don't think I mean, so.
1: And I think you saw it in in the in the Reformation in Europe. This is a, this this is a, a liberating yeah. doctrine that, as uh, you know, it, in in many ways it's got tentacles out into secular law, into secular society as well. Mm. I, I you know I don't think the non Christian even uh, understands just what this doctrine did in the reformation mm. for our freedom mm. really mm. but we want to seem to be backing up on that i mean just the, just the awful just the awful doctrine of of um uh purgatory that the roman catholic church uh, seems to seems to preach i mean that is a that is a, a it's such a blasphemous is, doctrine yeah. Yeah. because it's saying that christ yeah. didn't fully no. pay it so he did a bit yeah good on him but largely i have to bubble away in bloodbaths for a million years or more yeah. in purgatory to pay off my mm-hmm. sin mm-hmm. so uh what a horror to be mm-hmm. looking forward to that mm. <laughs> um even though there may be an end to it after uh,
0: a million years or something <laughs> yeah
1: well i mean when i was in rome i found uh some steps uh that were supposed to be the steps jesus went down or up when he was tried before Pilate, and they brought them Uh, to Rome and they were holy steps and you were meant to go up these steps on Mm -hmm. your knee and it took off a million years from purgatory. (laughs) So I thought, well, I might as well have a go. So but I'm not getting on my knees. So I st- stood up. I got halfway, and a bloke says, "Get on your knees! Get on your knees!" And I said, "No, I don't believe in this nonsense." Yeah. He said, "Get on your knees!" And I said, "No." Yeah. Um, so you probably uh, earned yourself so, an extra million years, didn't yeah, you? For so, that. Yes, I think I probably got an extra million years, but <laughs> yeah. I got halfway up, so that's half a million off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's all just playing around. Yeah, it's all—it's it's, its horrible, yeah. uh, and uh, and it, its a denial of this amazing doctrine mm. that christ has paid it mm. before the judge mm. you are free you are mm-hmm. done mm-hmm.
2: yeah because the the alternative is well there are two alternatives one is we what you know why go to church at all because you'll never be good enough to go to heaven so yeah just, just go and eat drink and be merry The other alternative is the old sacrificial system where you have to continue every time you do something wrong, bring an offering. Mm. Um, And, well, we're told that the the blood of animals can't even take away Mm. (laughs) the guilt of sin. So, Mm. actually, you're in the same position as the first example. So, the church does stand or fall Mm. on this doctrine because Mm. without it, there's absolutely no point or hope uh, at all.
0: And a great battle that we have, you know, as Christians, is is just to... Keep laying hold of this doctrine, isn't it? And keep coming back and, to and it. And
1: particularly <laughs> those that have done, you know, what we would consider in our, even in our culture, sort of gross sins, isn't mm. it? So you know, you you may well have murdered someone. Mm. Uh, you you may well have done, uh, be guilty of breaking your home up and mm. causing uh, young to suffer, or mm. you know, you may well have done some horrific things. But that is paid for by Christ. You are not guilty. There's no condemnation for you uh, in in that, and therefore there's always a continual thankfulness for what Christ has done. That's what we want to live in the light of, isn't it? So I'm not going to be judged for this. I I, I saw um, you know during lockdown the the the, the series uh, of sort of police one of these police sort of programs you know called. Uh, Un, unforgotten mm. and uh, I, I really enjoyed the series and, and the, but the premise of the series is that that this is a historic murder you know within the lifetime of people like yes. 30 years ago um, and it sort of follows these these people that have been guilty of a crime or I- involved in covering up for 30 years and uh, and how their life has been uh, you know, work through, they've tried to cover up. that, and, and of course it, it isn't, it's uncovered yeah. and it, it's a mm-hmm. disaster. And you think, yeah, and then then you've got the justice happening. That's already happened to us. Mm-hmm. Our sins have been dealt with. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be uncovered. Right, yeah. And oh, now you've got to pay the consequences mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. and And the guilt taken off is just fantastic, mm-hmm. isn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. I remember. Sorry, I'm just going on. I just remember reading uh, about a woman that had committed a murder mm. and had got away with it for thirty years and 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 had never been found out. But she'd had this weight of guilt on her. But yeah, yeah. in the end, she went and owned up. And although she went to prison, she said, "I was just free yeah. because now justice was been done." done or yeah. sort of thing, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah it has. A, it has that. Um effect on us as well. And I mean, it's just interesting, isn't it, when you read through the the other, you know, the other letters, how, you know, the article on which the church stands or falls is consistent with what we find. Because, I mean, you think about Paul when he's writing to the churches, there are all kinds of problems that he has to address, but what drives him bonkers is when people muck around with this, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. You know, you read Galatians or something, you can hardly believe. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, he like says, you are, furious, if people don't foolish. preach this, they go to hell. Yeah, yeah. 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 They'll they be again. damned forever, yeah. and I'll yeah. say that again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and even Peter, you know, when Peter is starting to not even sort of teach against justification by faith but live in a way which begins to compromise justification mm. by faith yeah. he starts to withdraw from the gentiles yeah. um because uh, you know they're not living the jewish way yeah. i mean paul just like publicly yeah. takes him apart because yeah. this is without this you yeah. know the gospel is gone and you know we may as well pack up and go home if we're not going to uh, and so that you know that's that tells us doesn't it that we too by yeah. god's grace need to uh, need to fight for this, um,
2: you know, and keep going with
0: this. Mm. Um,
2: Did Christ die for nothing? I mean, mm. this is God's mission, His number one big, huge plan. Mm. And why else would He have come? You mm. know, uh, other than to have done to, to have done exactly this. Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah, so we we, so we have to keep protecting this and preaching this. And you'll always get people that are coming up that will hate this. Mm. And, and, and and the way
0: uh, Peter does it is is often how it goes. I, I mean, mm. I suppose, isn't it? That yeah. it, it's not that. People will deny it with their words yeah. because that would be kind of stupid. But it's a, it's starting to live a life which
1: shows that it's not <coughs> true, isn't it? Um, I remember when um, I went to one church, which I probably shouldn't say what. Well, um, <laughs> that they were very big on on the on the on the theory, at least of justification by faith alone. Mm. Right? They were. Uh, Presbyterian Church. Uh, it was all in in all of their doctrine, in all of their you know, it was a big creeds thing, and catechisms, uh, uh, all, and, yeah. uh, all their, their <clears throat> laws and rules. Um, and I thought, oh, this is fantastic, you know, it's justification by faith alone. And then people started to get converted uh, from very different backgrounds, from a churchy background. So you had young people that weren't didn't wear shoes and that sort of stuff, and didn't you know, they they were sort of like um, you mean posh shoes. They weren't barefoot. No, they they were barefoot. Oh, they were yeah, barefoot? yeah, yeah, they oh, were right. barefoot. <laughs> um, and uh, that was that was just you know that, that they were called ferals in in this where I was. Crumbs. It was it's a bit like it was a bit like the sort of hippie culture. Yeah. But you know later on, and um, so they didn't come dressed as Presbyterians, and then th- these very Presbyterians that were into justification by faith alone did not like them, mm. and they were saying they need to wear these clothes to yeah. be in church. They should be wearing suits and yeah. ties and. And they're not even wearing shoes. This is disgusting. And then you suddenly found out that these Mm. people did not believe in justification by faith alone. It was just a theory in their minds. They believed in justification by faith faith plus this life style. Plus this life, Mm. yeah. Yeah. Mm. And that Mm. happens all over the place. You've got to be a person like this Mm. uh, before you can be right with God. Not Mm. true. Mm. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, so we've got to keep
1: battling, haven't we? By God's grace to keep going. With yes, and then and you and then you get, you know, people like uh, Steve Chalk that that, that say uh, this whole thing of Christ on the cross is child abuse. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, you know. Um, in the end what is he preaching mm. he's preaching a good works thing isn't he mm. um up to his standard i mm. guess or it's mm. a
2: it's a god who loves but doesn't deal with the, the sin as well mm. um, because he loves you so much he'll forgive you mm. but where's the where's the justice mm. yes and that where's jesus
0: is not god he's, he's some kind of yeah. kid who's been pushed to It always to make, makes me so, laugh.
1: Yeah. That, you know, isn't it called the lost gospel or something, you know, that, that it's taken all this time and suddenly Steve Chalk finds it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there you go. That's a red light, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Good stuff. Look, let's finish with this. Uh, (laughs) In the margin of my Bible, I've got a a verse from this great hymn, To God Be the Glory, by Fanny Crosby. It says, Oh, perfect redemption, the purchase of blood, to every believer, the promise of God. The vilest offender, this is the promise, the vilest offender who truly believes that moment from Jesus a pardon receives. Amen. Amen. That's it, yeah. Well, thank you for listening today, and uh, do join us again next week when we will be. Uh, looking at another Christianity A to Z doctrine, as I said at the beginning, uh, Christia- uh, cornerstonechurchkingston.org is the place to go for all kinds of other resources. We would love you to um, get in touch with us. If this is uh, helpful, if you've got any questions, do subscribe to our channels. Hit the bell so you get notified whenever we release something new. And uh, I look forward to uh, you tuning in next next week.